steadily over the years, you know, things have, have turned and, you know, it's now not a case of us kind of chasing people to say, invest in Preston, it's, it's, it's the other way around. You're listening to P-Town, the podcast exploring the lives of those who live, work and play in our proud city of Preston. Thanks for coming on. No, thanks for inviting me. Pretty, really appreciate it. Yeah. It was Rachel. I was Rachel um, Simpson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Richard, yeah. Rachel, and she was saying, you've got to have Matt on the podcast. Right, okay. He loves Preston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're from Preston originally? Yeah, originally from Preston. Um, born on sort of Simon's Road, uh, sort of plungy area. Yeah. Um, then grew up in Fullwood, uh, near the old hospital uh, around there. Um, yeah, spent spent most of my life here um, until recently. We did, did move out of the area, uh, over to Lytham. Yeah. Um, but now with everything going on in Preston, I'm kind of wishing uh, we hadn't. It was uh, At the time, there wasn't much happening, so, we, so that's why we moved. But yeah, it's all yeah. changed now. When was that? When did you move out then? Um, so we moved about six years ago. Okay. Um, just before everything kicked off. So, nice, yeah, good great, timing. Good timing, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, office is based in Preston um, and has been for sort of 20 odd years. Um, with, Have you always been in, into property? Um, I sort of I started, I was a personal trainer um, initially when I left uni right, for, for okay. a few years. Um, I, I then went overseas traveling um, and came back in, Went into uh, uh, financial recruitment of all, of all things, not something I ever dreamed of doing. Yeah. Uh, in, in the building next door to us, actually, um, did that for a couple of years, uh, and then gradually kind of sort of moved over to the family business. Um, sort of at the, at the start of the buy to let boom, right, it was a, okay. a firm of chartered surveyors, and, and at the time, my father sort of said, "Well, look, you know, this this, this buy to let thing is going to be big. Mm. Do you fancy coming over and, and, and setting uh, sort of property management arm up?" So yeah, so I moved across, and uh, yeah, that's. Was this in Preston or? So this was in Preston, yeah. We had an office in Blackpool and an office in Preston. Um, so I started at the office in Blackpool um, for a few years and then, uh, yeah, moved over to the site in Motley Street Road. Um, and then about six years ago, we moved to uh, opposite the Blackpool in Ford. Oh, right. And, okay. And been there ever since. Nice. When was it you started then in Preston? I imagine it was a time when Preston was less popular as a an investment. It was, yeah. I mean, it, it, we started in Preston, I'm thinking now probably... I think the office moved to where it to where it is about about ten ten years ago, mm. um, and yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a hard sell. Um, it, it was a sort of big university town before all the purpose built university student accommodation. So at the time, I think when I got involved, it was lots of terraces mm. um, converted into student flats, all a bit uh, dated, you know, sort of um, like something from the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Um, students would come and, and go, and, and you know, they do the two three years here and, and disappear. Um, Gradually over the years, you know, things have, have turned and, you know, it's now not a case of us kind of chasing people to say, invest in Preston. It's, it's, it's the other way around, you know, the, the phones are constantly ringing and, and you know, people want to, to come and invest here, which is, which is yeah. great. Something I never kind of thought I'd see in my lifetime at <laughs> one point. So yeah, it's. Uh, I read that quote of yours. I think it was 2019 saying that the, the interest then had picked up quite a lot in, in Preston. It had, yeah. What's it been like since then over these last two years? Yeah, I mean, f- phenomenal. I mean, I think 2018 was when the phone started ringing. You know, there's just a few things. We had, we had the city deal um, mm. come through, which was, I think, kickstarted everything. Um, and yeah, you know, we used to do a lot of exhibitions overseas in, in Hong Kong. We used to sell sort of high rise blocks um, in Birmingham, Liverpool, you know, anywhere but Preston. Um, and when I was there, I'd always sort of say to clients, you know, what, what about Preston? You know, it's, and, 
and the, they'd sort of glaze over and uh, yeah, that was the end of the conversation. Yeah, um, yeah. But then those same clients, you know, 2019, 2020, started calling us and saying, oh, you know, we've seen something in the news about Preston being the best place to live in the north of England yeah. or, you know, we've heard you've won half a billion in the city deal and, and, and things like that. And then all of a sudden people realised that, you know, things were, were changing and that now was the time to try and get in and, and you know, buy it sort of cheap discounted rates and yeah. and ride the wave. And, and it's, it's not stopped ringing ever since. I mean, we had a, a, a buying group in Hong Kong on only a couple of weeks ago and, and they want to buy between 20 and 30 terraced houses a month yeah. in Preston. And it's now trying to find the supply because everyone wants to buy it. So at a one month. point, a month. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I know. So it's, uh, you know, incredible. Yeah. It's just changed beyond belief. I imagine it's like a snowballing effect because as more, as they add more value, it's yeah. more valuable to other investors. And yeah, stuff. absolutely. You know, it, it is, uh, you know, and, and word spreads quite quickly within the sort of property investment industry, mm. um, particularly overseas. I think historically people bought, you know, nice shiny new build apartment blocks. Um, recently because of all the issues with like cladding and things like that, it's kind of scared a lot of investors away. So they're all now looking for you know, freehold investments, terraced houses, semi-detached houses, and, you know, for the kind of money you can buy them for in Preston, people just can't, can't believe it. You know, mm. they're, they're spending three, four times that on a parking space in Hong Kong. So for, for them to be able to get a whole house, Jeez. it's, uh, yeah, it's incredible. So. It is. So I lived in Manchester for 10 years right, before okay. coming back to Preston. Right. And just the prices then from, and you know, you can get somewhere around here next to Waveland Park. Yeah. You know, beautiful access to motorways, the city centre, yeah. the greenery and stuff. For a fraction, you'd pay for, you'd probably move out to like, East Manchester a little bit. Oh, you so would get something. Yeah, you would. But it is, I mean, especially around the square, like you said, it's, you know, it's all Georgian, Victorian. Mm. I mean, parts of it, you could be in London, couldn't you? It's, yeah. you know, a little bit more rundown, but you can imagine five years on, you know, with this sort of the city living boom, what some of these areas are going to look like, Bank Parade and, you know, um, the square and various streets off it. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be. Yeah, it's an interesting one, that, because yeah. I always say, like Winkley Square and stuff, I say this could be like the Northern Quarter, yeah. Of Preston. Yeah, it could. What is it you think, because I know we're trying to do this, this living city and get yeah. people to actually live in the city yeah. so they, they stay in. What do you think, what do you think we need to put in place to actually get a part of Preston to be like the Northern Quarter? Is it a cultural thing or? Um, I mean, I think, you know, we're, we've sort of, things are, are moving forward in terms of the residential aspect, the apartments, the, the, the places for people to live but that isn't what sort of necessarily brings people here. Mm. I think what you really need is to create the jobs, create this sort of community that, that, that then becomes a magnet. Cause you know, why would you move to Preston when you could move to Manchester? Why would you move to Preston when you could move to, you know, what, what is it that, that is going to make Preston that yeah. magnet for, to, to bring people in? You know, we've got the accommodation, but we desperately need the jobs. Um, I think there's, you know, there's a good little creative sector, which, which needs to be promoted more and, needs more investment. Mm. Um, we, we don't have any new grade A office space. You go into any big city and they've got grade A office space everywhere. You know, what, what's going to attract companies into to Preston? Um, mm. I think with some stat where we've got, I think 28% of the working population of the UK within 35 minutes of Preston, um, which is massive. You know, it's, it's yeah. an ideal place to for, for big employers to come and, and set up and establish themselves, but they've got nowhere to go. You know, and we keep hearing it all the time. You know, we, we speak to companies and, they said, you know, we'd love to move to Preston, but, you know, where, where, you know, where are we going to go? Where's the office space? Yeah. Um, so I think that's needs to be kind of at the forefront now, the council's plan. Do you, do you think that this uh, requirement for adequate office space has now been changed since people have been working from home? Is that reinvented? 
Um, I don't think it's going to have as big an impact as as everyone thought. Um, yes, it will have some impact. I, I know companies that we work with, like BA locally, are, are going to be offering much more flexible working arrangements where you might need two, three days in the office uh, and the rest at home. But I definitely think there's still a need for it. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of companies that will be coming back to the office um, and, and need that. Um, but, you know, potentially not the massive floor areas that we used to with great office space, but, you know, subdivided, flexible, where you're not tied into long-term contracts where, you, you know, smaller companies can come in and, and use it on a flexible basis. I think that a big thing for Preston, particularly in terms of office space, um, has a lot to do with sort of UCLan and the grad market, because I think UCLan is consistently in the top five universities, modern universities in the country, for startups, but only, I think it's less than 5% stay in the city. Mm. So when you've got that number of startups coming out of a university, you know, in the center of our city, surely we need to sort of do something to retain that talent and, and yeah. to encourage them to stay stay within the city. You know, that's how the city will grow, isn't it? It's, you know, it's, it's people like that remaining after they graduate, setting up companies and, and growing them and building them within the city. It's almost like an extension of the, the, the Preston model. Yeah. Whereas we're, you know, keeping the education and training yeah. in. Yeah. People are always... I think a lot of people in Preston, certainly if you go online on Facebook and listen to people whinging about stuff, people are always frustrated when we take a step forward in Preston, like the Time Bomb Project or like something like that, and then we move back. And obviously COVID and the lockdown weren't anything anyone could anticipate. But do you still think there's this sort of disillusionment with Preston, like we're supposed to have the cinema complex about now for... Do you think people uh, still have faith that... Or do you think they're becoming a bit sort of tarnished by one foot step forward and two back. Yeah, I mean, that that is a problem and it, and it has been a problem in Preston, I think, you know, and, and you can see why it is frustrating. I mean, you know, I, I've always believed in the city, probably like yourself, and could always see the potential and, and always kind of thought it would happen, but you can understand why people, you know, do get disillusioned with it. Um, but, I mean, you can look at places like Manchester and, and, you know, although now it may appear that, you know, it was just a, a straight trajectory from you know, what it was 25 years ago to, to where it is now, yeah. it wasn't the case. You know, they went through a recession, apartment blocks um, failed, you know, stopped being built during the recession. People started moving out of the city. There were, there were all sorts of issues. And I think that that does happen. It's never plain sailing, you know, but mm. I think having, you know, locals, Prestonians behind it, believing in it, promoting the city, you, you need that. You know, it's kind of mm. a self-fulfilling prophecy. If everyone says, listen, Preston's a great place, it's going places, People outside of the town, the city, listen, don't they? Yeah. There's me calling it a town again. You've got to try and change, change, <laughs> change that concept. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a city now. But yeah, I think it is. It's just keeping that positivity and, and, and selling the city. You know, we, you know, if we want it to change, it's, it you know, starts with us, doesn't it? You know, yeah, we, we've got it. to make, make the change, make the difference. And, and yeah. It's like people it. are waiting for permission to believe in the city. Yeah, yeah. And they're always making the comparison between Manchester and Liverpool. But I think... We're not them, but we've got something completely different. You know, we got yeah. Avenham Park in the middle, Winky Square. We've yeah. got all this. Yeah. We got the multitude of different um, eras of architecture in the building and stuff. Yeah. The Harris and stuff like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I think that, I think yeah, it was a really good point. You know, we, we should never compare ourselves to Manchester and Liverpool. We're mm. never going to be Manchester and Liverpool, but we do have a, a really unique kind of proposition here, don't we? And it's, yeah. I think there was um, something that I've read about recently in the press where it's um, a new concept called the Twenty Minute City. Um, and it's like a, you know, a, full, a smaller version of, of, of your big city where everything's on your doorstep. You know, you've got your healthcare, your schooling, your parks, your 
transport link, you know, everything's within a 20 minute walk or, mm. or cycle ride. And, and, you know, Preston's perfect for that kind of concept. And I think that's, again, something that the council should possibly look into more. Because I, I think, you know, Preston Cannon, I think we're, we, it just feels a bit sort of rudderless at the moment. There mm. are some great things going on, like, tithe, you know, the Stony Gate um, project and the Markets Quarter and things like that. But it's a little bit... Um, sporadic you know there's no it doesn't feel like it all sort of gels at the moment and cohesive yeah yeah. and you know i think we need to have kind of like a a mission statement for Mm. preston you know who are we where are we going what are we going to do so that people investing in the city can kind of buy into that vision you know it doesn't feel like there's that sort of complete package does it at the moment yeah i think it's exactly that there is no real no vision that we're aiming for and i think if we like maybe it's a little bit off uh, off topic, but yeah. it's like in Manchester when they had the bomb and stuff like that. And everyone then was so like, this is Manchester, we're going to rebuild and yeah. stuff like that. Everyone had a central focus. Now, I'm not suggesting we need a catastrophe or no. anything, but clearly we need some sort of central focus and identity to say, this is what Preston, it's proud Preston. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got greenery and we've got X, Y, and Z, and this is where we can take it and where we should be aiming for. Because otherwise we are sporadic and... Well, it is, isn't it? I mean, you can't, you know, it's like in, in any business, if you don't have a, a you know, a, a goal. You can't score. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, but it is, you know, there's so much potential. It's just frustrating trying to sort of bring everything together. And it's, I think in Manchester, they've got someone like Andy Burnham or, you know, you've got that sort of key figure that, you know, it, it kind of, you know, promotes the city and everyone looks to and, and you know, has that vision. And I yeah. think that's maybe something we're just lacking slightly at the moment, you know, mm. in Preston. Which is ironic for a city that has such a strong identity of parched yeah. bees and, and butter pies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself trying to explain what butter pie is to anyone who's not from Preston? Absolutely. I've tried actually. Yeah, I've tried <laughs> parched bees. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, over their heads. I think most of the time. <laughs> it's funny these little things. When I was talking to the potato yeah. man, and uh, I wanted him to get in the podcast, and he was telling oh, me right, that okay. the peas are from New Zealand. There's a long history. Oh, and is that right? Of yeah. how they come over here and right. stuff like that. Yeah. No, I didn't realise. But. Um, <laughs> What's the effect on COVID then on, on this growth we've seen? So have you seen the housing market or the at least the attraction to it decline or uh, uh, abate the, or the absolute opposite? I mean, it, it was it was bizarre. Um, I think um, throughout COVID, throughout lockdown, um, you know, local estate agents were were not on the sales side, but local estate agents I spoke to were all uh, recording record sales figures, and that that mm. was sort of during lockdown. I think it was the the one thing people could do was sit at home and look on right move, wasn't it? And yeah. uh, people were, were, you know, spending inordinate amount of time in the property they were in yeah, um, and going stir crazy thinking, you know, we need a change or we need a bigger garden or we need an extra, extra room. Um, so yeah, the, the market's been flying. And uh, I mean, locally, right move released some stats only a few weeks ago. And I think Preston for the last 12 months had the third highest number of sales uh, in the whole country, wow. you know, so it says something. And the same for lettings. I mean, we, we, we literally cannot keep up with demand, you mm-hmm. know. Um, families uh, relocating from out of the area, which is a first, you know, normally sort of the, our, our typical client was just people moving within Preston from, from one property to another. Um, now I'd say probably 20% plus are, are relocating from out of the area um, and attracted by, you know, lower prices, better quality of life. Um, you know, you tons of stuff on your doorstep, haven't you? You know, mm. lakes and Ribble Valley and things. So yeah, it's, um, it's phenomenal. And I mean, I, I even had sort of reservations about all the, uh, the new build sites, uh, north of Preston, cause I mean, there's thousands and mm. thousands of houses, aren't there? Um, and I remember saying to someone that, you know, they're never going to sell that many. It's just, 
I just can't see it. And, you know, having gone around sites in the last week, they're all saying that, you know, if they could build the same again, they'd go. They're yeah. they, they, gone within weeks of completing. So, yeah, it's a really, you know, it's a really positive sign for, for the city, isn't it? So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What's the new, uh, I think, is it the city, city grant or uh, Preston and South Ribble city grants where they four four three four million pounds being reinvested in the city yeah that was the, the city deal yeah the city, yeah, deal, city yeah. deal yeah i think the the figure i read there was there's going to be seventeen thousand plus new houses yeah yeah built. yeah there are yeah so yeah something which you know four people in a house it's it's a, it's a huge boost to the population isn't it yeah, and, and, yeah. and the local economy um and and i think there's a lot of people sort of being brought in by People like BA Systems, we seem to be seeing a huge amount. I think they've got a new deal for the Tempest fighter jet, which mm. is apparently creating another six or 7,000 jobs locally in, yeah. in, in sort of Preston and, and Wharton. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, hard to, hard to believe in it when, in, when, you know, compared to what it was like only a, a few years ago, really. So. Yeah, definitely. And I resonate what you said about yeah. people um, in lockdown sort mm. of going stir crazy because I'm looking to move right. into the city from Walton Dale. Right, okay. And for multiple reasons, but one of them being, I'm sick of that same four walls. I've been there yeah. through lockdown. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> no. I wanted a change before. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely fancy a change now. But for me coming into the city and, you know, here we are at the Austri House, there's a lot of creative people. I work at Society One with this right, around okay. the corner. Yeah, oh, it's nice in there, but to come in and feel that buzz yeah. uh, of something about the city. Yeah. It feels like a proper city, doesn't it? You know, finally, yeah. finally, you know, there is that buzz. And, you know, I think places like this, Artistry House and, and Society One, are, you know, they're great because they do, they pull people in, you know, people mm. use it, don't they, for that flexible working. There's lots of networking goes on in places like that. And yeah, it has a, you know, it has a big knock-on effect. What do you think about the the high street things? Obviously we've seen a lot of shops go like yeah. Topman, Debenhams, yeah. et cetera. Yeah. You think of, we're going to have sort of a, a pivot on exactly what shops we have in there or other big sort of names are going to come in and... Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been doing a bit of research recently because I've sort of been asking myself the same thing is, you know, what can these spaces be used for? And, mm. um, you know, you, you've got the stuff places like Debenhams, which is, is vast, isn't it? And it's, yeah. it's really difficult to kind of fathom what it, it can be used for. But, you know the high street is, is constantly changing and has been for the last hundred years, you know, mm. people will find a use for it. Something will be done with it. And it, some, someone will breathe life back into these big empty commercial spaces, whether it's turning them into residential or subdividing them to make them into smaller, flexible working spaces. Um, but yeah, I'm not, it, it doesn't really concern me. I don't particularly in Preston. I think Preston's fared very well economically. You know, we've got a big public sector workforce, which haven't been impacted as hard as sort of your private sector, mm. uh, companies. Um, you know, the high street's busy, you know, every time we go into town now, the, the, you know, there's lots of footfall. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's attractive for, for retailers. So yeah, I, I, what's going to happen? I don't know, mm. but I'm confident that something will in the next couple of years and that those empty units will be, uh, yeah, repurposed. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. It's, it's bad when you walk around, there's a, it's, I think it's the Tithe Bar and Pub it used to be or something like that. You see some beautiful buildings, yeah. you think. Yeah. If that was a bar with balconies, oh, yeah. right opposite the bus station, it'd be fantastic. Oh, it would, yeah. And, and I think lots of these will, you know, I mean, I think the one thing I've noticed as well, and you probably have as well, but just over the, you know, the last couple of years is, is all the sort of the old pubs that, some were a bit of a no-go zone, weren't they? They were a bit dodgy and, you, you know, you didn't generally go in them, but, you know, they're all reopening, they're being refurbished. There's yeah. smaller independence, you know, like the people who've, who've uh, you know, had um, the Continental and things coming in now, and, and you know, and the plough and, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it's great. I think that really sort of makes a difference, doesn't it? And brings people in, you know, the nightclub sort of scene is, is, is dead now, I think, isn't it? I mean, it used to be, 
You used to be talks every yeah, Friday night. Yeah, used to be talks every Friday night. You know, you finish work, wouldn't you? You'd be in town for half five and, yeah. you know, night would be over at half eleven, wouldn't it? Or something, kebab and taxi home. But now it's, yeah, you know, people don't go out so late, do they? And, mm. but, but it's more of that kind of like, yeah, microbreweries and little independent alehouses. And, you know, it's great. It just creates a different feel to the city, doesn't it? It's not that mm. kind of like mad carnage that you used to get on a Friday and Saturdays. It's just a bit calmer and a bit cooler. It's just, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's got a different, different feel to it now, the city. It'd be nice to yeah. have sort of sectors in the same way that Manchester does, you know, like the your Canal Street or your Northern yeah. Quarter or your yeah, Deansgate or whatever. Yeah, it would. It'd be really nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's loads of potential for that. I think with that Stony Gate, because it is so untouched, isn't it? And it's so derelict that, you know, that that's prime for creating something a bit different. You know? mm. Is that the development opposite the bus station between the market, the new flats that are going to have the shops? So that's basically, so the Stony Gate master plan is from um, the Minster, you right. know, on Church Street. Yeah. Uh, basically down to the prison right, uh, okay. and right across to Avenham Lane um, and up to the to the bus station on the other side. So it's, it's a massive area. Wow. So I can't remember how many acres it is, but um, yeah, they've got this this new master plan that the um, city have, have, have done. Um, and yeah, I think the plan was to, to sort of create lots of little independent shops um, that creating a, um, an urban village um, as well in the centre building, I think, I think the plan's about 2,000 houses and, and apartments in that area with potentially another kind of mini Winkley Square, um, you know, and linking up to uh, Newman College. Nice. And, and just, you know, just, I think just, it just needs a complete fresh start, doesn't it? it yeah. It, it kind of just got to the point where I don't, you know, there's some, there are some nice buildings dotted in and around there, but I think it, it just needs, most of it needs flattening and Redoing. Yeah, redoing. It but, would it'd be nice if they redid it, but because that used to be the big music scene down there in Preston yeah, is, where yeah, action, action records, records and, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. That's right. It'd be nice yeah. if they, they nodded to that history of that area of Preston while still yeah. sort of building new. Yeah, that was great. I mean, yeah, I remember at school going down there to see live bands in the Lamb and Packet and what was there was another one. What was the other one? Just I can't remember. There was the Lamb and Packet, was it like the King's Head or King's Arms? I can't remember, but yeah, it was, you know, it was great in the sort of probably early nineties. Yeah. Preston, you know, I think in the that sort of from my lifetime, that's when it sort of peaked Preston. I think it was that early nineties, there seems to be loads going on. There was loads of live music, there was some good clubs locally and places like Cheeky Monkeys and they had yeah, feel yeah. on at the uni, didn't they? And you know, it was, there was tons going on mm. and that kind of just disappeared overnight, it seemed to. But yeah, if they could get some of that back, it'd be, uh, be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. But it's, it's again, like you were saying, we are talking about the sporadic nature of all these new developments. But you, we, what we need to be doing is, like you just said, then he's tying areas together. So you've got, and it's almost like you're up Adelphi side with the ferret, yeah. or maybe you're in Frygate side, but just string them all together to have a, yeah, you know, an actual network or community or. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and like you said, I think try and, you know, have something different in each area, have a, you know, a, a, an area that's, you know, sort of more for creative industries, have a, an area where you've got more live, you know, just, yeah. yeah, it makes it a bit interesting, doesn't it? And you, it means you can then, yeah, you can have different nights out in the same place, can't you, by, yeah, going to different areas. So, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. I definitely think that's the, the way forward, yeah. It'd be good when the Shankly opens, I think, for the the, the uh, cafes and restaurants oh, will, around yeah, there and yeah. stuff. I mean, that, again, that's, you know, I think that's something that people don't imagine is ever going to complete. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I, I know obviously Ken's had a few ups and downs, the, the chap behind it, hasn't he? But uh, uh, Lawrence, sorry, Ken Wright, isn't right, it? Sorry. Okay. He's, I think there's been a few ups and downs with his business, but he seems to be back on track now. And um, yeah, I think that'd be amazing. And then you can have the Park Hotel as well, which they've started work on, haven't they? Where's that? So that's literally overlooking Miller Gardens. So if you go down Eastcliff, 
Yeah. Um, you got a huge building. It was, it was a big um, red one. Yeah. It was, a, it was, I think it was called the Railway Hotel back in the day. Um, and that's, yeah, they've started work. It's uh, owned by the um, County Council Pension Fund. So it's going to be a big hotel, sort of four-star hotel, conferencing venue and, and all the rest of it. So, Wow. When's um, that projected for? So I think, I think they've started work. They've cleared the old 70s extension. Um, and I think they're on with it now. I think they had to wait for, there's a, a bridge over the railway. Uh, it wasn't sufficient structurally sound to get the big heavy goods vehicles over uh, for, for the developers. Um, the old, so the old tram bridge? No, no, the old railway bridge. Ah, right, or is okay. it the tram bridge? Maybe it is the tram well, bridge. the tram bridge they closed down because it was structurally oh, no. unsound. That's one over the river, isn't it? Yeah, ah, yeah right, it's yeah. the one, it's literally down Eastcliff. So I think it, I think it goes over the railway line. Um, but that's all structurally sound now. They, re, they redid that last year. Um, yeah, and they've definitely started work on it. I've seen sort of uh, lorries and stuff go down there. So that'd be brilliant. Be great. And I mean, it'll bring, I think, you know, it'll bring a lot more people into the city. Won't just in general at, at night. I think if you've got lots of hotels in the city centre, you know, people then venture out and then use the restaurants and the bars and yeah. you, know, you don't generally want to be confined to your hotel, do you, if you're uh, here for a few nights. So I think that'll be a real boon to the kind of like, you know, nighttime economy, won't it? And Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. We had uh, Matt, uh, sorry, not Matt. We had Marco O'Rourke on the podcast. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. And, and he's doing, like he's doing a fantastic job in Eastlands. He's helping so many though, hasn't he? Incredible. Yeah. 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 I've only been to a couple, but yeah, I've, you know, I've heard really good things and he, you know, he seems to have got it right. I think, you know, you see these restaurants pop up, don't you, all the time and a few weeks later they're gone and they, they just don't mm. get it right. But he seems to get the decor, the food, you know, everything seems to to, to be bob on when yeah. he does it. So, and, and you, you know. It's great having someone like him in the city because it, yeah, it can only improve that, that you know, the, the, the food scene, can't it? So, and yeah. Try, and again, attract more people in to do the same thing, hopefully. Well, it's like uh, we had Mark on, but we also had Serena and Paula up in Lonely People and, oh, right. okay. uh, yeah, and Libra on Friday. Right. But to open a cocktail bar in Preston, that's like, you know, proper yeah. cocktails. Yeah, yeah. I was asking them, was it not tempting just to say, yeah. we'll just go to Manchester, yeah. safe bet? Yeah. But they're like, no, we think it, we want it here and we're from here and we yeah. want to. It's nice to see people who've got so much pride in the city that they're willing to back it with the yeah. their adventures or absolutely. And when you put in the kind, you know, it's not cheap to open a bar, is it? So you've you've got to really believe in the place, haven't you, to to throw that kind of money at it? So uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a good sign, definitely. Nice. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to take till we're um, we're over this precipice of uh, we're kind of there now? Yeah. Where you know we we got these cafes, we yeah. got these redevelopments. How long do you think it's going to take us? Um, I mean, these things don't happen overnight, do they? So I think realistically, you know, I'd love it to be two years, but realistically, I think looking at what's in the pipeline, schemes that I'm aware of that I know are, you know, in the pipeline, either through the public sector or private sector, I reckon, you know, four to five years realistically mm. before you, you know, before it really changes. I think, you know, every year is going to be a, a gradual improvement, more people moving into the city, more, you know, more schemes completing, more restaurants, bars opening, but I think, you know, until it really kind of feels like a city, I think it's yeah. probably four or five years. But again, it's not. In the grand scheme of things, it's we've, we've, we've waited. We've <laughs> waited this long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Lovely. Matt, it's been a pleasure. Likewise. Thanks very much for having me on. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. No yeah. problem. All right. Cheers. P-Town Podcast is produced by P-Town Studios, a creative agency smack bang in the middle of the concrete jungle. If you're thinking of upping your content game, be that photos, videos or branding, or if you'd like a podcast of your own, you can find out more on how we can help at ptown.co.uk. Lastly, if you've enjoyed the podcast, 
please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts as we'd love to see a little podcast from Preston pop up on the global podcast charts. Thank you for listening. Yeah.